0: My Talkers, it is Thursday. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia. We're in hour two right now. We've got Hollywood Speak coming up. We've got some great news and audio from Jennifer Aniston and her big trip through season two of The Morning Show, her time with the Friends reunion, Julia's random thoughts, of course. And you guys want to talk about some fashion trends, I think, right? Yes, we do, Great. Okay,
3: so, um, you know, Fashion Week ended right before the Met Gala happened, and Bizarre Magazine, which is no longer a magazine. Yes, it is, I guess get it every month. Well, what's the one that quit publishing Marie Claire?
4: Marie Claire. That was a long time ago. And Glamour is an online. Yeah.
3: Bu- bizarre stuff happening. is happening. Bizarre. I get I-
4: it. I pay $24 a year to get my magazine. Okay, so I'm going
3: to throw these fashion yes. things at you because they've identified six different um, trends and we posted this on the Lori and Julia show page at my Talk 1071 The I trends went- that
4: we're taking away from Fashion yes. Week? Okay. So
3: the first one is bikini life. Don't wait for summer or vacation to be in your bikini. People are now wearing bikinis under shirts, open shirts, the top. under jackets, the top, under a coat with pants. It's all bikini, bikini, bikini.
4: Thoughts? Well, here in the cold states... um, <laughs> You you know, maybe that might be a nightclub look where you wear, you know, some kind of a bikini type of top with some kind of a skirt and, you know, with a sheer blouse over it or something. I mean, I can see it for going out at night. I don't see it too much being practical for day wear. Right. You know? Right. And
3: um, it's, you have to be, you have a a certain flat stomach to sport
4: this look, I think. And you also almost have to be a little bit flatter chested because that's a... Very kind of a waifish kind of yes, look. It and it can look, uh, I don't know, it feels like uh, this is just going to be for a small, small yeah. amount of people. It's
3: for the three And we've people. done
4: this before. Yeah. I remember this in the 90s. I do
3: too. Boost- wearing
4: a booster, yeah. wearing a, but- some kind of a crop yes. top yep. Yep. with a skirt and then something else that would be sheer over it or something. Okay. So, okay. so been there, done that. Been there, done that.
3: Okay. Crochet
4: all, all day. day. Oh, I love crochet. Um,
3: crochet on shorts, over suits, on gowns. Oh. Um, you like this look of crochet.
4: Well, it depends. It's, uh, you know, you can't go all, um, crazy doily on Doily on us. Yeah. You can't go full doily. Remember
3: we had those crochet sweaters. Loved. We were all, I all still, I, I think just, I still have it. I don't have my white one, but I found my black one the other day.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So that is back in if you've okay. been waiting. I think with crochet. where your yeah. crochet. Great. Right. Crochet is just a little bit at a time, although I do think those, they're like a crochet dress or like I when you have, have brown, those bags. Remember
3: that brown crochet dress yes. I bought at Kim's
4: Marina? Yes. Uh, so Never I, wore once. I'm cute under a
3: jean jacket. Though. I'm
4: standing with crochet.
3: All right. Crochet all day. No mm-hmm. to bikini. I mean, it's just not practical. Crochet. Yeah. Yes. Okay, the third one is gingham. Oh, I love gingham. Okay, big checks, little checks. I think it is such a fresh look. It reminds me of the 50s. It reminds me of Annette Funicello in her bathing suit on the beach in La Jolla. I just love everything about gingham. I do too. I think it's fresh. So they're doing it in small prints, big oversized prints, just a top. I I'm, dresses, It's cute. Uh, yeah, all right, I'm so all we're through it. that. Mm-hmm. Now, the trend that we are ready to see end, I think, is the see-through everything. Oh, my god! See right through you. The naked dress is back, they're saying, and I think, when, when did, did it leave? leave? It hasn't left. No. I do not like looking at people's I'll be underwear. curious
4: what the fashion looks like at the Emmys. I don't think we'll see anybody wearing anything the, to the extent that with the naked dress that we saw at the VMA, but... Or the Met Gala, but I do think that we've seen at the Emmys and we saw at the SAG and we saw at the, where people are wearing the dresses With the bodysuit and the thing, maybe it's a fancier design or something. There's more structure or something, but we don't like this. We're, we're, it's It's tired to me. It's called a
3: beach cover up.
4: It seems lazy. It
3: is a beach cover Mm -hmm. up that people are wearing at night. I don't want to see someone's underwear
4: high waisted underwear, the demure bikini briefs, and all of that. Grant, are you through the see through dresses? No, guys are never. Uh, over. Yeah, I'm with you, Lori. I'm never gonna make it. No, there he's always gonna love that. What a silly question. (laughs) (laughs) Who
0: are you? I mean, the more. The more skin. The I don't better. want to sound like a creep, but the better. No, yeah. That's
4: absolutely true. I mean it makes for eye candy and anyone anyone younger that's looking to get get your name buzzed about, that's all you gotta that's do. That's all you d- gotta do is just wear um, a sheer thing over your underwear. Yeah. While, while you got it, right? All right, pink, please. So it's not going away, Julia, is what that means. If it was still <laughs> oh, showing so on the red carpet, it means it's here to stay and yeah. we will be on the alert for who is wearing Sheer. Oh, sheer. Look at me in my underwear. Yeah, it is. It's a look
3: at me. I've mm-hmm. been working out. Look at my butt. Okay, pink. Everything bumblegum. gum. Bumble. bumble, bumble, bumble? Bubble. Bubblegum pink. pink. Kate had some more. Real. I read that wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. Bubblegum pink. And... I love pink. Um, Dorit wore a really pretty pink top last night on the house housewives. That was a dress, a blush. I know, it was, blush. It was I beautiful. My friend Shannon, I was a bridesmaid in her 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 um, wedding. The dresses were made by the dressmaker
4: on 50th mm. and fifth. And were they that, it was blush, that blush color? color. They oh. were
3: so pretty. It does everything for your skin tone. Yeah, I'm all for that. So pink, yeah. pink, 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 pink. I'm I'm, I'm
4: right. I'm all I, right with that. And we
3: like that. And finally, all white now. Oh, I love
4: love winter white. So do I. It's beautiful. But they're
3: showing it with cutouts, cutout whites. You know, apparently all these fashions are for people who live in LA and Miami. Yeah. You know, for the winter, but white, white, white. It's back.
4: By the way, Christian. Yeah, Christian Siriano, as long as we're talking about this, uh, Christian Siriano, arguably the most famous Project Runway winner, he um, broke a Met Gala record. Because he has three separate pieces that are going on display in the Met Gala Costume Institute's new exhibit in America, lexicon, what wow. everyone went to the other night. Um, so, I mean, in this, I would love to see this. So if we get to New York next spring, Julia, we yes. have to go and see this because, the, first of all, the Costume Institute, whatever exhibit they're showing will be amazing, as well as going to um, the free museum. yes. The what is that called? FIT, F-I-T. yeah. Um, so here's Fashion some stu- some of the stuff that's so three Christian Siriano pieces that were considered important enough. Okay, um, he's the only designer that has three pieces. Um, uh, Rosie the Riveter uniform, the denim. a denim one okay. that was designed by Helen Cookman, a Kurt Cobain so called baby doll dress by Anna Swee from the 90s. And one of Donna Karen's famous '80s power suits, and you know there's going to be, um, you know, a a Ralph Lauren, and there'll be some other ones. But he uh, he has, yeah, this tried these three dresses uh, at the at the exhibit. So that was kind of exciting. He he dressed um, Lily Reinhardt um, of Riverdale. Oh, he did in the
3: flowers. Yeah, in the
4: flowers, and Siriano, you know, is. Gloria Vanderbilt's newest creative director. Oh, he is. He's at G V. Yes.
1: Oh and,
4: wow. Uh, okay. At his fashion show. He, really, he had his own brand, but it's expensive to like just have your own brand. So we took this. Uh, we need to celebrate all women the way Gloria Vanderbilt herself did. And she really revolutionized denim jeans in like the for late the 70s. Mm-hmm but really like yeah. that we got better fits, better washes. Gloria and Chic, Chic were the two jeans
3: before Calvin
4: Klein which everyone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, he is um that's he's got another him. job. I know. And he also is got the most social media engagement. He dressed a couple other people, but his one tweet I think that got a lot of, you know, Met Gala interaction was hmm. There's sure a lot of French designer names being dropped on a night that's Amer- honoring yeah. American fashion. So I think. Slam. Yeah. Well, we'll get it, was it was a noticeable. I kept yeah. going, you know, hey, Chanel, Dior, Balenciaga. Right. And like uh, Donna Karen, anybody? Is anybody wearing Norma Kamali? Right. That was a missed opportunity. Monique Lulier. You know, Gigi Hadid partnered with Tommy Hilfiger and she wears Dior and not Tommy yeah. Hilfiger. I don't know. I've got a burr in my bonnet. I'll put it away. Do people even say that anymore? on your finger. I feel like I read that in a book somewhere a burr in a bonnet. All right, listen, we'll be right back with Julia's Random Thoughts.
1: Julia's Random Thoughts.
3: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So this is, this is a wild random one. All right. Um. Remember when Shrek the cartoon came out and it was just so much fun and mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy was the donkey and yeah. Cameron Diaz was the princess. Yeah. And uh, Mike Myers was the king. Or who was Shrek? Is was the king? Mike Shrek?
0: Myers was Shrek. 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 Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. So. The Shrek that was supposed to be the Shrek was Chris Farley. He had done 90% of the voiceover work.
4: When he died? When he died. And so
3: here's a clip of Chris Farley being Shrek.
4: Nothing like a fire and a
0: noble romantic mission to warm the cockles of your heart.
3: This is Eddie Murphy.
0: I like my cockles room temperature. Thank you very much. Hey, if you're not doing this for cockle warming, why are you doing it? (laughs) Simple. Fartwad gets his princess, I get what I want. Which is?
2: Now, come on, what do you want?
0: I don't have time to set it to music. Oh, this is another one of those onion things. No, this is one of those drop it and leave me alone things. Well, why don't you want to talk about it? Why do you want to talk about it? Why are you answering the question with a question? Why are you asking questions I don't want to answer? Why are you blocking? I'm not blocking. Then why do you have problems expressing your wants? I wish.
3: I can't I even don't. think of what my, my ears want. sounded like now.
0: I'm, a- well, a-
4: I mean, I, I, I guess I, I don't know, but I, I but feel, 90, feel that's, that's too bad that I know. Chris 90% Filey, of it was done. Wow. And, of course, this was back in the day when they couldn't computer simulate his voice like they did that creepy thing with Anthony I Bourdain. Know, I
0: know. So, Here is, okay. I think, a little bit of Mike Myers okay. doing Shrek. Just... I found a shortcut. Ah, are you crazy? Jiminy.
1: Oh. That's a big one. Ah, hey, man, I hate spikes. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Stop there. Ah, where'd he go? Ah! Ah! Ah. Ah.
4: Ha- he seems like... um. Chris Farley sounded like it sounded like Shrek was mad. It did. He seemed like he He seemed mad. Whereas Mike Myers made Shrek be more, his voice was more honeyed. Yes. Or s- yes. something. But Softer. There's a softness.
0: He gives that... There's an accent to it that he adds that I mm-hmm. like a little bit more than Chris. I don't... I, I, ju- I think Chris would have been good for some maybe spastic scenes. But other right. than that, I don't think he, he would have He was the handled- wrong
3: person to be Shrek, I hate to say. Yeah. No, I know. That's uh, what's mm-hmm. so weird is that I never knew that before. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh.
4: Well, they don't like to publicize stuff like this. They want to... Disney wants to publicize happy stuff with Disney. I'm surprised we even know about this now. Yeah. Well,
3: we do. All right. Ha, okay. so. This is shocking, and this is a question you got right yesterday on everything about Harry, our pop culture quiz. Yeah. But Harry Potter, the very first movie, is turning 20. Wow. Um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So... Helen Mirren is going to host a quiz show for the 20th anniversary. My friend Shannon would win.
4: Yeah.
3: One of my my kids would win too. Mm -hmm. Um, Harry Potter Hogwarts Tournament of Houses is going to be airing later this year to celebrate the 20th anniversary. It's a four part competition series and um, you're going to test fans on their knowledge who would be crowned the house cup champion. (laughs) <laughs> and Helen just said, "I knew someday I'd get a Harry Potter role. I'm so pleased to take part in the 20th anniversary. You know, and she's so delightful. This sounds kind of fun to watch. I mean, if because there's so many Harry Potter fans out there, yeah, that would be a fun thing to watch,
4: right? You said the key thing right there: Harry Potter fans. Everyone else can skip it.
0: Yeah, yep. yeah.
3: But there's a gazillion of them. They yeah, are know. in the
0: masses yes. for sure.
3: Did you watch those grants?
0: Not a one of Not them. Not a one. I are mean, serious? I've watched.
4: I've watched. I've watched the movies. I've watched at least three movies. Oh. Never read one book because it wasn't in you know, I didn't have any kids in my life that were, I suppose yeah. I could have talked about it with my nephews, but they were kind of not big readers. Oh, I love Even though I tried boys. to encourage them, I think I did give them a Harry Potter book, the first one for Christmas mm-hmm. to try and get them to read, because mm-hmm. I do think it got a lot of kids reading. It, oh, my boys loved them. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Yep. yeah. I, I remember being on a trip
1: Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The
3: four of us were up on this lake, like way up north, part of Canada. I don't know if you can't remember the name of the lake, but we were all sitting around the fire reading that book, reading a book.
0: Oh, All that, different books. That's mm-hmm. funny you say that because when I think about that too, it was when those books came out, that was one of the few times when I remember getting on a plane or going and kids weren't in a Game Boy. They had that big, thick, book. massive book. Harry Potter yeah. book. Oh, yeah. So it took kids away from the technology yeah. from it. It really
3: took them into this fantasy world that they could just get into. It was yeah. so it was super fun.
4: Um okay, so other it things It makes me think of like how into that book I think you read it, this The Frozen Queen. Remember we had her on, she's from Wisconsin yes, and it's yes. this wild, fantastical, yes. it was kind of Game of Thrones-ish. The sequel is out now. Oh, it is already? It can't, yeah, I think it's coming out like at the end of September, but the, I hadn't really, that so I know I on would. on our
3: show like six months ago. Yes,
4: about six months ago and she wrote them back to back, but I know if I would, you know, if I sat down and read Harry Potter, I would love it because I love a fantastical you tale. You do. I do. Shannon loved these. Yes. yes, I know I would love it. You I would just, love it, Yeah, Laurie. I know I would. Yep. Maybe one day when I don't have a job, Julia, I'll get around to reading You'll it. You'll just read those. But I doubt it. Yeah. You think so? Yeah.
3: I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. Um, Other things. Do either of you guys did or do you own an album or a cassette of Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon?
0: Both.
4: I... Owned the A-track. <laughs> I <had> the cassette. <laughs> that's so funny. I had the cassette. And
0: I got the A-track from my boyfriend. Oh, that's funny. I had the cassette as a kid, bought the vinyl later in life as yeah. I started getting into vinyls. But yeah, yeah, I don't
4: think I ever bought that album. I
3: but you had it. We all had it. Yeah.
0: See,
4: my boyfriend gave it to me because it was our favorite one of our favorite uh we loved making out and
0: Turn the lights down yeah, a little bit. Comfortably
4: yeah, comfortably non. That whole album, I, I always, I, loved, I always think of just Miller Lite and Hartley Field yep. and weed and that <laughs> album that thing? exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, A-track. one
3: out of every fourteen Americans <laughs> under the age of sixty-five owns or used to own a copy Believe of it in some rendition. I love yours is a Trap, oh, mine's yeah. cassette. Yeah. That's kind of fun. That is, funny. yeah. The,
0: the best answer though was mine was eight track. Eight
3: track. I I, I knew. I was like, oh, yeah. gabby. had an a- We never had an eight track player. Yeah. You were really advanced to have that.
4: Oh, that's great. In a car.
3: Yeah. No. No. That's oh, yeah.
4: advanced. Because
3: mm-hmm. someone that's an aftermarket product to put in. Right. Mm-hmm. I know it. I know
4: it. And all the cool
3: guys had
4: an eight track.
3: An eight
0: Yeah. My dad put one in his thirty-seven Ford. He yeah. thought he was the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A
4: thirty-seven Ford. Yeah.
0: He threw an eight track player in there for a while. And yeah.
4: you knew you or something. If you you knew they were driving their dad's car, if their car if there was an a track and a CB radio, then that was a dad. Because there were no kids that were really putting in the CB radios, but our dads had them. My dad had a CB radio too. Oh yeah, my, oh, my dad still dad goes by his CB handle on all of his G Honda Blue. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 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 That's a you know for he's Isn't it still be
3: funny to come up with your yeah, um, your name, yeah, oh my gosh,, mm-hmm. grant what was your dad's?
0: Uh, I can't remember his handle. Oh. I don't don't remember it yeah, much. Yeah. He I didn't listen to his conversations, but I just remember he had it in the car. Yes. You know, and driving around and yeah. So.
4: yeah. Oh, and then is, they would call so... their friends. Well, I guess it was the modern day back telephone. then telephone. Yeah. It was the only way if if all if your friends had it and you knew each other's handles and you happened to be in the car at the same time. We had a ham radio at home.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ours was more involved with the golf course and walkie talkies and oh, communicating yes. with the, the staff. So oh, but, that's but funny. still same concept. All right.
3: Okay. Um, Alright, we're gonna take a quick break. Graham, what is happening with the track? Grant just said this song reminds him of the wham Christmas last Christmas. It
0: completely Kinda does it.
3: does.
4: Marshmallow. Yes. Yeah. Whoa. Last Christmas. It really did it. it had it's that got the same vibe. vibe yeah. Yes. Okay, so um Yes, here Uh the morning show and sex education are will be streaming tomorrow. Morning show on Apple Plus. Yes. Did you sign back up? I Plus. got it because I bought an
3: Amazon Fire Stick. Oh, okay. So I got a year for free.
4: Okay, good. So you will so watch, I can watch
3: it for... on my TV this time because yes. I had to watch the last time on my laptop. So
4: unsatisfying. I couldn't... Well,
3: I couldn't figure out the technology, but now I know how to do things.
4: And we, just to disclose, we really loved, loved the morning show, thought it was so good. Jennifer Aniston won a Screen Actor Guild Award for it. That's where she had her famous backstage encounter that we were privy to at with this Brad Pitt. with Brad Pitt, excuse me. And um she's just was really good in it. And I, and I know part of the reason, extra reason why we really like this show so hard is, just because of... We're heavy users of morning shows. Of morning, morning shows. shows. And also, you know, we felt deeply betrayed by Matt Lauer. Right. You know, and so that whole Steve Carell storyline, it is it is a really great nighttime soap. It is. Yes. Is what the hell that show is. about morning TV. Yeah. And um, it's just right up our alley. And... So I wondered why, because Reese and and, and uh, Jennifer Aniston have done a lot of where they do these Zoom interviews, but yes. that's been with International. But GMA had Reese on yesterday. And then, just to show you what the pecking order is, and maybe that is because Jennifer did win a, a, a SAG award, but Chris Connell from GMA sat down with her, and it was like a four and a half minute interview. Oh. So much more...
0: A lot more in-depth.
4: A lot okay. more in-depth, and he went to her house or wherever. It wasn't a studio right. or a Zoom or whatever. And um, she's she also gave a very big, um, pretty in-depth interview with People Magazine All and right. actually asked, uh, it was with People, their TV show, and she was asked by Kay Adams, she said, do you think this is a good, tricky way to ask someone who's notorious about kind of wanting to keep private life private? She just asked her in vague, in general, do you think relationships between people who are public figures and famous or, and and non-famous people, do you think that could work? And she said, of course, absolutely. I mean, it's happened. That's what I'm sort of hoping for. That it's not somebody in the industry itself. That would be nice. Yeah. Because she said but two actors. she refuses
3: actors. to go on dating apps.
4: Well, for right now, it's the mm-hmm. COVID thing. Is that's kind of a uh, you know and. Mm-mm. For for her, yes, she she's says, talked about that. She's yeah. being super careful. Right. She's cut.
3: But she says she wants to meet people the old-fashioned way.
4: Yeah, and she can because of she, lots of people would like Jennifer to. Aniston. Would you like yeah. to go on a date oh with Jennifer God. Aniston? I mean, right. yes. That's yes. right. She can. She I can. Will. She can have her friends play the Who Do You Know game yeah. and do the setup. So anyway, but she she I I do like that she answered that question yeah. and I watched the clip on people and she's like that would be nice. Because remember, even though she was with Justin Thoreau for seven years and they claimed to have been married and had a People magazine, they were never actually married. They weren't. Okay. They weren't. There was never any divorce filing. And that's a matter of public record in California. So, But they just called it that. And they were together seven years. Yes. And he rode her um, coattails. coattails to try. And yeah. he did. He really did. He, did. he did. And that's what we didn't like about him. And when we saw them on a red carpet, they,
0: they, they didn't seem like they were. It's kind of like the picture of Time magazine yesterday. They, didn't, they don't look like they, the J-Lo Ben. Oh, no, but no. you
4: can't imagine they were beautiful. They were each I'm not be lie. absolutely gorgeous in their own way. He was tall, ish, handsome, so, so thin, obviously dyed hair. I mean, his doggo ganger would be a dark, some kind of a whippet. <laughs> okay, if you Got know it. what that dog is, and then she is so much more dazzling in person, oh and her gosh. figure is
3: perfect, perfect, oh God, and her yeah. boobs stay up, up, and she yeah, just looks so pretty. Yeah,
4: and she just glowed, and she, she was in a vintage dress with cleavage so down to pretty. here. But they didn't walk the carpet together, and he came by first, and then he went back like to kind of get her, like at the end of the door, and they just didn't fit yeah like it was like but they're two
0: very gorgeous people. gorgeous yeah they, they looked good together but were they really in love yeah you know?
4: i think they were together seven years yeah. but you know i think he was just like a lady i think he's he's one of those guys he's i think he was a lazy guy
0: Got it. yeah he's
4: a lazy guy mm-hmm. and he wanted her to live in new york and she always made it clear she was I'm a California girl, dude. Mm-hmm. I'll go and visit New York, but I don't want to live there. Absolutely. You know, and after all the glow up she gave him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's, here's uh, Chris Connell's interview with Jennifer Aniston about the morning show. Hey, good morning,
2: Michael. Well, from the tumultuous doings that her character must navigate on the morning show to her own feelings at the friend's reunion. These days, Jennifer Aniston is no stranger to big emotions.
1: I I want happiness. I earned happiness. I'm a human being, Lizzie. She is a fighter. She is a survivor. And she knows how to show up on the day during crisis.
2: Jennifer Aniston returns to Apple TV's The Morning Show with Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell as the beset indomitable host Alex Levy. I'm curious to know what you found the most gratifying about the response to season one.
1: Well, the reception was Wonderful. Let the party begin! And we also went into territories of the issues that were a little, you know, taboo. First season dealt with me too. A woman can say one thing about you. Doesn't matter what her motivation is. And everything you've done in your life, gone.
2: While further exploring that reality, season two addresses issues of race and ethnicity, hatred and discrimination, mental health, cancel culture and more.
1: We have the opportunity to have the conversations that people are having behind closed doors that people would never, ever dare say in a public place because they'd be canceled. I wasn't sure how we were going to top season one and then COVID. Happened and we had to shut down
2: Five. The six month hiatus sparked the decision show. to incorporate the pandemic. With Aniston and Witherspoon doing double duty as stars and producers since season one.
4: You can keep, mm-hmm.
1: just keep playing. Oh,
2: just keep playing. Okay.
1: Yeah, go ahead. To yeah.
2: be riding this wave along with your producing and co starring partner, Reese, what's that like for you?
1: We've known each other for so long. So it's kind of an easy dream scenario to finally get to do this together. Yeah!
2: Aniston looks for aspects of Alex that resonate with her own life.
1: Alex is a lot more of an emotional roller coaster like than I before. am.
2: Like the anxiety and stress, maybe, of having to show up at a public function. No,
1: it's seven, 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 seven.
2: Yeah, well, you can't go out like this. I know.
1: That wasn't a hard one to access. That one lives pretty much right at the surface.
2: Just as her morning show character revisits her old workplace, Aniston returned to the Friends set this spring, silently at first.
1: I don't think I could (laughs) What were you feeling? I would think I was sucker punched. You literally walked in, you time traveled. All right, well, where's the tissue box? We had so much (laughs) excitement and hope about what was in front of us. And that also included some difficult times that were happening for me personally. So yeah, it was a little bit of a jarring reality.
3: And the actor goes to Jennifer Jennifer Aniston.
0: Aniston.
2: Now, Aniston, who won a SAG award for playing Alex, delivers time and again the key scenes and turbulent emotions that make it a must watch.
1: I did crawl to the end of the finish line of season two. I'm not gonna lie. I would rather die than go back there, okay? Think about it. Oh, I was almost losing my mind. Going, am I being punked? Get yeah, me to a comedy, like, please. I'm, I've never said to call my agent. Fedor's like, I'm seriously, guys, i have got to do comedy.
4: So it's going to be dealing with heavy. I know that's issues. what that's what
3: Neil Justin said. Yeah, you know, kind of like oh dear. But all of this, but I,
4: I don't know. I mean, she's just she is so good as that character. Alex she really Levin. is he's very kind of transformative. I and so and is Julia, Billy Craddock. And then
3: Julianna Margulies, you know, she's great actress. And, and Billy Craddock, yep.
4: he he's the best smarmy person out there. We even had a smart, and you need someone smarmy to be a suit. An, an executive suit yeah. at a network. They got to be smarmy.
0: And he does good. He's and smart. He's good.
4: He, so I always think smarmy is like oily and smart at
0: the same time. Oily and smart at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's I always like been
4: my definition of smarmy. It doesn't mean you're dumb, that's for sure. No. no. You're smart, but there's something yeah. oily about you. Yeah, shifty. Shifty, yeah, and there, there you, go. you go. Anyway, so, yeah, maybe she and uh, Reese are going to produce uh, one of my... Uh, books uh, that I keep tweeting to Hello Sunshine that my, I, I'm going to keep an eye out for comedies, Julia, okay. for specifically for Jen. All since right. that's what she's aching to do, since she put her all of her mental resources into acting the hell out of the morning show. Jeez. Yeah. All right. And then Sex Education, The Lighter Note. That is a very funny show. Did you ever watch that, Grant? I did, yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's coming back, too. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow, tomorrow. that'll
4: be streaming tomorrow. Nice. You, I don't think no. you ever watched that, but it's brilliant it It is is. i haven't and maybe ted lasso will get you in the mood for another quirky british comedy i love ted lasso so that's why i think you would like sex education
3: I feel like I started it once and didn't. Do yeah, but Julia, like
4: maybe that. you were dating then or oh we um you know what <laughs> we I mean? Sounds so pathetic. No, no, you have more time because you're a really big loser. N- no, but what I meant is that you might have been in a dating uh like h- hot spot, whereas right now you're just like sitting back and looking at all your options. I'm just saying you could have been even dating one particular person. Okay. You know, when that's all out, I mean. Got it. That you were otherwise engaged. engaged. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I always feel you got to give a show two or three, maybe sometimes four episodes. And that's when you really get sucked in. Too. Right. Like if I watch one or two and I don't continue, it's hard to not. Continue. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, you got to get you got to get to the meat. And then it's like, oh, this is. Yeah. But
4: if you're bored, I think i only give a show two. Yeah. I will not give a show three if I don't like it. There you go.
3: They say that about a book. Give it 50 pages. Give it 50
4: pages. Mm-hmm. And then if it's not, you're not into it. Move on. Move, move on. move on, because on there's too many on. other good That's books right. to read. All right, That's listen, right. when we come back, um, oh my gosh, well, I can't wait to throw out these two words that another musician called This Musicians and have Julia break it down.
1: What is the meaning of this?
4: Okay, so... Um, Todd Rud- Ruddengren, yes. uh, who's being inducted into the Rocko- Rock and Roll Hall of Fame next month, he was giving an interview um, to...
0: I'm Bradley Trainer,
4: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
4: Ultimateclassicrock.com, you know? Yes. And they asked him about work, being a producer on Kanye's record. And he said... um, so basically he got called and he was, he said, I kept getting called by Kanye to add vocals onto the record. And I said, okay, I don't know. Are you going to use any of this? And I never really heard back from him. He's like, listen, I'm a producer. I don't want to be driftwood mm-hmm. in the process. If I can contribute, fine. If I can't just, I'm out of here. And he said, uh, uh, but the thing is, he says, this uh, Kanye, he's, he's just a dilettante dilettante at this point nobody would regularly make records like that unless they had stupid money to throw around nobody rents a stadium to make a record and nobody flies in the entire world of hip-hop just to croak one sim syllable just so you can say everybody was on your right. record my involvement went on for a year with kanye And he said it's because Drake was running the whole process. He's so afraid Drake will one-up him. He hurried up and released the album the weekend before Drake could get his out. In the end, Drake ate his lunch anyway.
3: Okay, so I love... So first of all,
4: a dilettante.
3: A dilettante is having a superficial interest in art and stuff. So he's calling Kanye West that like... And then he's spelling
4: it out because that is. Yes,
3: nobody would run around making this many albums in this short of time frame unless they have crazy, stupid money, which Kanye does. Mm -hmm. But he also says for a year I spent with Kanye, you know, never in person, but just, you know, I'd give him things. And then he'd say, change this, change Mm -hmm. that. And they'd go back and forth in MP3s. But I love that he just said at the end of the day, I'm like, for crying out that loud! Drake drove the process. What we thought,
0: exactly. So exactly.
3: the early wow. release that he says he didn't approve, he's so approved. So it. Approved he wanted it, it out. He's yeah.
0: Like,
3: Kanye rents. He's, you know, I, here's what he's saying: He's a pain in the butt. <laughs> Kanye West. Oh, we also
4: called him a shoe designer. You're yeah. nothing but a shoe designer. You're nothing but a poker player. A rubber,
0: what those Yeezy rubber Yeezy. crop that, looking things listen,
3: that <laughs> well, but He's
4: got the Yeezy, you know the
3: the sneaker. The, the sneakers sneakers I just yeah. like hearing from someone that was working with him in the process that it's just a pain. Yeah,
4: and you know, in the one the one overwhelming thing that I've read about the uh, critics on Donda, first of all, twenty seven songs is too bloated way too bloated for and for 2021 you know i mean but you listen for... to three
3: songs yeah
4: but it's, the main thing was if kanye had put his nose to the grindstone and edited it down to the 12 or 15 and made those songs be great because there's good stuff in there sure but it felt lazy. it comes off feeling lazy
3: Who wants to listen to 27 tracks by the same artist that isn't Barbara Streisand?
4: Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, what is
3: wrong with people? I mean, I can listen to a soundtrack from a live Broadway show or something with 27 tracks like Hamilton, but I mean, seriously.
4: All right, we're going to get into the Vax flap because uh, Nicki Minaj last week, I thought she was just saying she wasn't going to the VMAs and the Met Gala because she didn't want to be, you know, her husband is... Going, is a registered sex offender in New York. Her brother's been accused of raping a kid, and her husband also failed to register as a sex offender in California, where apparently they have a home. So I thought she was just distract, you know, like that. But no, Nikki wasn't vaccinated, and you had to be vaccinated to go to these two events. So then she ends up tweeting a story, letting her fans know she's doing research for y'all. But her cousin's best friend in Tw- Trinidad got the vaccine and he got swollen balls. Okay. Now this minute. has been the vax flap. I have saw the <laughs> Trinidad is, president or uh, yes. cultural or this, their science guy basically yell at Nikki that nobody, what is going on? Okay. Julia? This,
3: it made me laugh so much. Lordy. We have the audio on this guy who's the head of Trinidad, but he was so mad. First of all, Nikki Minaj has 22 million followers and so she's not getting vaccinated because her cousins.
4: No, she First of all, she's doing her I, research right, right, first. Right. That was her first thing. And then the second tweet was the cousin's friend's swole, swollen, swollen testicles
3: and he's impotent or whatever.
4: And th- that his girlfriend called up the w- w- wedding because yeah. his balls are so swollen.
3: Okay. <laughs> so the health officials in Trinidad and Tobago <laughs> so to. took it seriously and investigated Invest- the insanity. And here's what he said. What is sad about this is we wasted our time yesterday trying to track down this person because we take all these claims seriously. And he went on to say we wasted so much time. But they found the guy. Yeah, and nothing substanti- substantiates this claim ever with anything. And so, and then. You
4: cannot tweet rumors no (laughs) that's true that's a great point okay
3: and then she also said she was invited to the white house to talk about i don't believe believe
4: that i believe the white house
3: said we offered a call to her
4: to 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 talk to an expert here have her do her research i wish she'd done research on her boyfriend (laughs) who's a registered who's got this horrible creepy past with uh women you know yeah well
3: anyway this set Trinidad and Tobago on fire because they, it's such an outrageous claim.
4: There's nothing. I'm impressed they figured out who the cousin in Trinidad was. And-, and he
3: said, We wasted so much time on this yesterday. And he's really, it was so funny. It's so funny.
4: Well, now the VaxFlap is distracting us from her husband's legal issues. <laughs> you know? Yeah. True. Nobody's talking about that, but I would do wish she'd done her research on him. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Jeez, jeez, Louise. Well, okay. I don't know. If she is she in Twitter jail or not? She is. Okay.
3: She's been put in Twitter jail.
4: Kiki Palmer. Um, she's you know she tweeted the 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 barley wilted, terrible looking salad and at the uh, Met, the Met, Met Gala, Gala she was
3: one of the hosts that Vogue hired to interview all the people coming in
4: at the top of the stairs. Yes.
3: She had a prominent Uh, job at the Met Gala.
4: Yeah. uh, And Kiki, uh, a a fan, retweeted, you know, that Mark Samuelson, the chef, who Mm -hmm. was sticking up for the 10-course vegan meal. And she wrote back, I just have different taste buds. I love this chef. Sorry to this man. Okay, that's what she said. In the meantime, over at Vogue, Anna Wintour, who organized the gala, They hired
3: Kiki Palmer to interview
4: people. Issued a statement to page six yesterday. We were so thrilled and grateful to have worked with Marcus Samuelson on the menu for this year's Met Gala. The plant-based blah, 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 blah. blah, Which was uh, for an industry that was devastated by the pandemic.
3: Okay. a Kiki Palmer (laughs) is probably not going to work for Vogue next year again. That is a darn shame. Well, she shared the truth. But again, those people don't eat anyway. And to have 10 courses of any other... But they're little tiny bites of little vegetable things,
4: you know, I mean... I understand, but she's
3: slamming it would be like us going to a Hubbard event and slamming our Hubbard meal. Yeah. We're employees here. We don't want other people
4: to know that. This is what people love about Kiki Palmer, though, is that like she was so fun at the top of the stairs. Yeah. Talking to everybody and I mean she really was for getting to her, she was just like, uh she's too too amazing. The show no probably volunteered keeper.
3: his time and Anna Winter was and he was probably just distraught because she really
4: oh, you know, I don't think anyone was really distraught. I think it was more like, uh, you know, nobody's dared do has done this before, and it's now nice. the people love Kiki Palmer, so we could see just what kind of food are you getting for thirty five thousand a plate? But you read the menu to me yesterday, and it sounded delicious. Maybe, maybe it did, but like people were really hungry, and they expressed <laughs> that in, in numerous interviews on the red carpet in a way I've that I have eaten in a week. Well, and also because that show starts at a weird time. Yeah. It really starts at like Two. 5.30. Right, 5.30. 5.30, so no one's really eating dinner because you're trying to get in your gown, and right. then you're just getting nothing but vegetables. You've got to throw some meat in. at One of the courses. You know what I mean? Oh, Lori. Right. Anyway. She's but at- yeah, Kiki will be out of a job, and I think it's a darn shame. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.